0: Welcome to Agribusiness Conversations, the podcast with your business in mind. We are talking agribusiness, its hardships, its successes, and its emerging opportunities. Subscribe today to hear from leaders in the agriculture industry as they tackle challenges and provide you and your business with solutions. Welcome, everyone. I have Caleb Trainer with me from Farm Flight, a precision agriculture mapping service. I'm glad you're on the show, Caleb. Precision agriculture is not only providing farmers with actionable insights that lead to Sustainable production, higher yields, but also um, lowering production costs, which we all know in agriculture is such a big deal. So, Caleb, if you'll tell us a little bit more about yourself, and then um, let us know about Farm Flight and how your company got started, I'd really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, Amber. Uh, so, yeah, I am the co-owner of Farm Flight. I founded it about six months ago, after about nine years in the drone industry, and it's kind of our vision to. Help farmers cut costs and uh, eliminate inefficiencies in the uh, in growing methods by using large amounts of data to simplify complex problems.
0: Fantastic! And you know, really, they are complex problems when you're dealing with thousands of acres of farms and water and inputs. It's it's a challenge out there. So, tell me a little bit about how your technology works. How precise is it exactly and what data points can be made available from the imagery? Yeah,
1: so we have a couple sets of data that we can pull and several different ways that we can assist farmers in giving them data. But how the process usually works is a farmer will notice that there's something going on off of their satellite imagery. And if they want to figure out exactly what that problem is, they can come to us and then we will have a pilot come out to the field, fly over it with a drone, and we'll take about a thousand pictures or so of the crops. Then what we do is we stitch that together into a map that we call an orthomosaic, which just combines all of the pictures into one super high resolution image. And then we can go through and we can count every single crop in the field. We can monitor individual health levels. We can find elevation changes. So if you're worried about, for example, if water is settling in a certain part of the field or if it's running off and starting to erode away that topsoil. You can look at our data and you can find exactly where those problems are coming from and how much soil needs to be put back in place to mitigate them. As far as Uh, crop health goes, we can offer a couple services that can analyze flowering rates. They can analyze stress. So if you want to see if your lack of water or lack of field leveling is really affecting those plants, then we can go through and we can tell you exactly in a percentage format how many crops are being affected by that. And that's really easy to translate into how much is it affecting the farmer's bottom line? How much is it costing them per year?
0: And that's just it, right? I mean, a Bottom line is everything at the end of the day. And at the same time, so is sustainability and productivity and getting a great product out to consumers. And so being able to, put less inputs in while also having a better production You know, at the end of the year is always what farmers and ranchers are looking for. So I really like that you guys are able to really pull such precise data from the images that you, know, you guys are taking out there on the fields. It's impressive and it's fun to see where this technology is going. Where are some of the first fields that you guys mapped?
1: So we are from Tucson, Arizona, and we've been doing a lot of our data sets in the Arizona area. We actually do a lot of work down in Yuma. We're a part of the U of A extension program for industrial hemp production. So we've been going out there and assisting farmers in figuring out which planting methods are working best for them. But we are in the process of working out some contracts that would push us nationwide really quickly. We're currently running flight operations in California as well, but these newer contracts are going to push us nationwide really quickly. Arizona has been great for a testbed of figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And once we can push it nationwide as soon as possible, I think that we can provide farmers with a, with a consistent result. Right now in the market of drones, there's not really a single company that does what we do on a nationwide scale. So for farmers to get this highly accurate data, they have to go to independent consultants. And when you do that, the data kind of varies every single time. So it's our goal to provide... Consistently accurate data.
0: Accurate data is really what people need if they're looking for a product, right? You know, they want to know what they're going to get at the end of the day. So you did mention some of the specific data points that you're looking at, whether the health of a plant, water and field leveling. What are some other areas that you're gathering information on?
1: A lot of it is crop density. That's been really important in the hemp industry because farmers don't really know which planting methods work the best yet or what seeds are working the best. So when we can provide such intricate details, such as density, They really know what is performing optimally and what isn't in terms of the plant stress analysis. So there's a couple uh, different analyses that we do. We contract all of those analyses out to another company. We're not really, uh, we're not crop consultants and we want to be sure that the data that we're giving you is fully verified with a 98% accuracy or more. So we do all of our data analysis through a company called AgriMo and Some of those analyses look like uh, there's weed analysis, there's pest analysis, you can see plant disease, there's an estimator for how much the crops are flowering. The coolest one that really gets my attention is the weed analysis, being able to find and target exactly where weeds are popping up in the fields before they start damaging the crops. And we're doing that by analyzing the near IR light that's coming off of the field. And we can go in and we can target what the spectrum of IR looks like when it's coming off of the weeds versus what it looks like when it's coming off of the crops. So it allows us to go in and really find those hot spots for weeds. So you can go in on foot before it becomes a problem where you have to be hiring people to go out and spray in in large amounts. And the same is true of the pest analysis. We can spot locust damage. And on a larger scale, a lot of people were talking to us about feral hogs actually running through their fields. So when we do the field scan, we can figure out exactly how much of the field has been damaged by a pest that's gone through, which is great for insurance and just figuring out how much it affects the overall crop.
0: Absolutely, and I think so often we forget that a lot of these little details can really damage the productivity of a field. So I am curious, since you have access to all of this data and this imagery that you're gathering, has there been a specific instance that has surprised you the most? Or do you have a couple in mind that maybe have surprised you?
1: The biggest thing that surprised us is just kind of on a basic level. We we did some cotton fields down in Marana. And what's so surprising is when you're, when you're standing on the ground and you just look across the field, everything looks like what's thriving. And then as soon as you pop the drone up, you see these giant bald spots in the field that you can't really see from the ground unless you're walking through the crops. And it just makes it so much easier to find out where the problems are coming in. And that was kind of the biggest thing that really shocked us is when we first started, just seeing how apparent the drones make the problems.
0: Absolutely. That makes perfect sense to me because you're getting a bird's eye view of the entire field, right? You're not just looking at...
1: Oh yeah, perspective is everything in farming.
0: Perspective and now thanks to technology, precision. So after a report was generated or you guys take the imagery back, how do you ensure that a farmer gets the most from that information? What are you guys going to do with that?
1: So the biggest problem that we've heard about the, uh, the drone industry and why a lot of farmers today are reluctant to get involved is because five, six years ago, the data that was provided was in a very hard to understand format. It would just be Excel tables and very difficult to read maps. But we give our data in a very easy to digest manner. So what we do is we write up a, a personalized report into a PDF file. So if you wanted to just skim what we found about your field... Then you could open up that PDF, just read it. It's a, it's about, it's usually about five, six pages. But if you really wanted to go in depth, we also provide the geographical map. So you can go in and you can zoom in. And if you wanted to, you could check up on every single plant in your field, which is something that you can't really do with satellites. I know a lot of farmers nowadays use satellites for their imagery. And we're not a replacement for satellites. There are things that satellites can do that we cannot. For example, flying over a field economically every single day. But the things that we do, satellites can't, you know, we're offering this at a, at a scale of 40 times more accurate than satellites in terms of resolution. So if you wanted to check up on every single one of your, let's say iceberg lettuce heads, you could go in and you could zoom in and you could see every single one.
0: Wow. That's amazing. My thought is this a question that's sort of coming to mind. So I'm sorry to, to put you on the spot with this. Yeah, No problem. How how often are you finding that farmer contacts you and says, Hey, I need this data and this imagery? Is this something that farmers could consider doing on an annual basis or you know something every couple of years if they're looking at leveling their fields (laughs) what are you finding right now
1: yeah so we do have custom plans where we can set up every two weeks every three weeks especially when the crops are just coming in it's really important to know how they're performing especially in the hemp industry Mm -hmm. so if We can totally set up a payment plan where we come out every two, three weeks, and we analyze those crops, and we give just kind of an estimate of how your crops are progressing. That is something that we do have the possibility to do for custom pricing. The cool thing is that a lot of farmers have a different use for us, something that we haven't even thought of. From when we started the business, our whole model has changed over and over and over based on what we're hearing from farmers, you know, our original plan was just get field leveling data to the farmers. And then, you know, they, they look at that and they're just like, well, that's great. What do we do with this? Cause the crops aren't doing well. And then we added on, you know, some crop consulting sides of stuff because we go to conventions once a month, twice a month, and we are, we get in touch with the farming community to see what would actually benefit them. Cause it's our goal to provide a, sustainable option to farming and also one that's economically feasible because a lot of, you know, farmers are kind of struggling right now with like the price of cotton being at an all time low.
0: That is part of the value of your product is that you care that what you're delivering is of service and of value to your customers, right? You don't want to just say, hey, this is what we've got. We can't customize the package for you. So just from the farm community in general, I know that they appreciate that, which Kind of leads me into a follow up question. You know, say a farmer is looking at the data that you collected from their field and they say, hey, I have some follow up questions. I'm worried about, you know, a pest issue or I have heard that a neighboring farm field has this issue going on. Can you go back into that data that you've collected? and start researching maybe an issue that you weren't initially looking for?
1: Yeah. So once we have the data, we store it. And then if they come back to us and they ask like, oh, hey, uh, it looks like we've got some pests coming up in that field. Could you run it back and see? We still have that data so we can send it back to our analysis company and they can run through. Although it's it's not going to be as up to date as if we flew the property again, which we would recommend. But it's always an option if you want really fast turnaround for like two days, if it's very important.
0: Fantastic. I know you get home at night, you turn off and then all of a sudden this idea or this something comes to your mind and you're like, oh, I should have asked this question. And so that's something that I can very, very much imagine a farmer doing and going, oh, I should have asked that question as this data was available to me. And I just didn't think to ask it. That's huge. Yeah. You mentioned satellite imagery and a lot of people talk about it. A lot of people use it. Why should a farmer use farm flight specifically? And you touched on it a little bit but I'd love
1: for you to hit on it again. Yeah, we're not ever going to be uh, saying that you should stop using satellites for everything. But FarmFlight does make a great supplement to a satellite service. We're actually partnering with a satellite service to uh, to provide that more minute data and like, details about the crops. Where satellites come into play is a great estimate of overall field health. So you can see, oh... In comparison to my neighbors, I'm doing pretty good this summer. I'm watering my crops more than ever, and it's really benefiting them. But if you want to see just how much it's benefiting, if you want to see an estimate of how much you're going to make at the end of the season, that's where farm flight comes into play. Where we come out and we give you those 98% accurate estimates on all that data. Another problem is with satellites is... Overall weather. So, in a lot of cloudy parts of the country, like Northern California, people might be paying for satellite services and it'll Take a picture every once a week or twice a week or whatever their plan is. But if there's clouds over overhead, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to mean anything to them. So when the weather's rough, if you really needed a uh, an estimate of how your field is doing, then we can you know, we fly under the clouds. So it's not a big deal.
0: Right. That makes that is a very clear specific reason why drone technology specifically is so valuable to the industry. Now you mentioned potentially having a nationwide network. Can you elaborate on that a little? bit? And I mean, how could people reach you from across the nation if you're based here in Arizona?
1: So although we're based out of Tucson, Arizona, we operate a nationwide network of 107 verified pilots. They're all fully insured and they have an FAA registration number. And how the process usually works is a farmer will call us up or at our headquarters and we we will get in touch with a local pilot and they will go out and they will fly an automated flight pattern that we give them over the farmer's field and then they ship the data back to us where we will process it. That's kind of how it works for now as we have independent contractors working for us that have been verified. But we are building up a smaller network of pilots that we can send out for bigger jobs to handle. If, say, a large-scale company comes to us with 20,000 acres that they need that they need mapped by the end of the year, then that would be better for a larger scale.
0: Now, you did mention a flight pattern. How important is the flight pattern for the imagery that you guys are looking for?
1: The cool thing about our technology is that when we use a service called Drone Deploy to piece together all of our maps. So what that means is we look at the field on Google Maps, and then we plan out where the drone should fly and how many pictures it should take and what altitude it should fly at. And once we send that to our contractor pilots, all they have to do is push a button and then the drone takes off, flies by itself over the fields and it'll land with the data. So there's not much human intervention. We just have the pilots on standby just in case for whatever reason, the drone loses GPS signal or something happens like a bird hits it. I don't know.
0: Okay, Caleb, what would you say to them to help them better understand how far advanced your technology is to help them on their family farm?
1: I think that the problem with the drone industry in agriculture was that it advanced too quickly. Okay. And then everyone thought of it as confusing and the data wasn't really meaningful because it wasn't easy to access. I think now we've really made some strides in making the data easy to read and easy to use for the first time. And that's going to be really important to to the generational farmers because now they can actually use this, this large amount of data and it will mean something to them because they can look through those PDFs, they can look through those maps and... They can see exactly what the problem is within a minute or two of reading.
0: I'm really excited to see how this data is going to help agriculture in so many ways. Be able to actually seeing the bird's eye view, the thousand images per acre. I can't remember what you said the other day.
1: So the average field that we scan is at about 120 acres. And to do that, it takes about a thousand pictures.
0: All right, Caleb. So this has been a great conversation and I know I have so many follow-up questions and I'm sure that the audience will too. Is there anything that we've missed today that you think that... People need to
1: know. I don't think so. We're working on building up some new technology, some new computer algorithms that are going to really be assisting in some farming techniques, especially in the hemp industry. So I can't really talk about them quite yet, but I would really like to do a follow-up podcast with you sometime soon when we start getting close to the release of those products because they're going to be huge in the hemp space.
0: No, I will have you booked. So, you know, you just let me know six months or a year and we'll make sure that you're back on the podcast. So at this point, What is the best way for people to reach you? How can they find you guys? Yeah,
1: so it's pretty easy to book us through our FarmFlight website. It's farmflightaz.com. We're right in the middle of a website redesign, so it might look a little goofy when you get there, but that would be the easiest way to get in contact with us. And then we'll, we'll send a pilot out to you and we'll get you your data.
0: Fantastic. Caleb, thanks so much for being on the show. It's always fun when I get to do podcasts, so I appreciate your time and thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Amber.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Agribusiness Conversations. Subscribe today on Apple iTunes or podbean.com. Until next time.